Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well today. Want to give a quick shout out to some new listeners in Wise, Virginia. Wise. They must have a lot of wisdom there. A lot of wisdom. Yes. We're so thankful to have you listening, Wise. Hopefully that you will continue listening and we'll share. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645, or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. All right. Okay. Got a couple jokes. Of course. Yes. Yes. Let's see. I don't trust stairs. You don't trust stairs? Nope. Why? They're always up to something. Okay. Well, there was something on our stairs today that you killed. A wasp. A wasp. You only stepped on it. I hate those things. I know. Wasps are no fun. I've got another. Of course you do. Never date a tennis player. Why? Love means nothing to them. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Okay. I have a today in history fact. Today when we are uh, recording this, it is Wednesday, February the 21st. It's the 52nd day of the year and eight week eight. Did you know that? In 1947, on this day, Edwin Land presented his polo- Polaroid, I can't talk, photo product. So the first Polaroid camera. Did you have one of those? I did. Those were cool. They were pretty nifty. Yeah, they they make them they make them today. Um, yeah, I've seen them. Like we, I think we gave one to our daughter. So they're okay. really cool because you can have your instant picture just printed out right there. Now we just put them on social media. Well, that's true. Mm. All right. Also, in 1842, the first sewing machine was patented in the United States. Sweet. Yes, I used to try to sew. Did you ever try to sew? Nope. Okay. Nada. Nada. No, I nada. I used to try, I did pretty well, and then I tried something too hard, and I got frustrated, Mm. so I gave up. Yeah, it wasn't good. Oh, well, it is what it is. So what's our topic today? How does Satan discourage or hinder Christians, believers? Ah, that's a good topic. The believers. Well, the first one is temptation. Yes. Satan tempts individuals to sin by appealing to their weaknesses and desires. Go ahead, if you would. Dr. Marla, Genesis okay. 3, 1 through 7. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. So, you know, and, and this gets also gets into the second point, too. Okay. So I'm just going to transition in both of them. All right, go for it. The You know, temptation was the first point, and the second's doubt, and they yeah. both go hand in hand in these verses. They do. They do. Uh, the first thing Satan did was get them to doubt God's word. Right. Did God really say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the worst thing to do is talk with the devil. Yes, we should not... We should not talk to him. 
We should not have conversations with the devil. You talk about a narcissist. True. Very uh, much He so. will twist facts. Yes. And twist truth. Yes. Uh, which really is a lie. Absolutely. But the temptation here in the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. was that God was holding something back. And there's more. Right. Uh, it was really covetedness. Yes. It was really wanting something besides God. And they had everything at their disposal. Everything. Except for just these two trees. I mean, they named, right. or Adam did, yeah. but I'm, I'm sure Eve participated, right. in naming all the animals. Right. I mean, this was a perfect world, an unfallen, pre-fallen world. Right. And, you know, it, it's, it's a sad thing that they're looking, well, actually, Adam wasn't doing what he was, sh- should have been doing. Right. He was off diddle-daddling. Yeah. Or whatever. And Eve's talking with the serpent. But you know something I saw? It says that he was with her. He was later. Do you think he was standing there? I don't know. I mean. As she was talking? This caught my eye. Go ahead. Maybe you're right. It said she also gave some to her husband who was with her. You know, maybe I was twisting it. something because it's easy to say that he, maybe he was in there and he just didn't defend her. I had never seen that. You know what? That is a Holy Spirit. I've many a time. And that just shows even Dr. J can be wrong. Well, I don't know because I've always thought he was off somewhere. Wandering around? Yeah, playing with the animals. Well, he obviously was wandering around in his brain. Right. Because he was letting her, allowing her, permitting her to talk with Satan. And he didn't say anything. He just stood there. Interesting. I, I think he admired her beauty so much. Right. And he really was mesmerized. I mean, when God right. created Eve, yeah, he said, bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. Basically, he's saying, wow, <laughs> she's good stuff. Yeah, true. So, um, yeah. And, and basically, after she ate it, mm-hmm. he just followed suit. Right. That's why sin is passed down ultimately through Adam. Yes. Because yes. Adam blatantly disobeyed. Well, Eve was, a, was deceived. He was head of the home. He yeah. should have said, whoa, Eve, stop it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's why churches, Paul tells women not to be pastors. Right. Not because he's being uh, prejudicial or no. saying women are inferior. But in uh, Timothy, he's saying this because it was the woman that was deceived. Correct. In almost every cult, it, it's, it was the woman, w- women. Right. Uh, that, 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 not all, but mm-hmm. played the part in deception. Correct. Uh, and I think that. There's something in that. Yes, I agree. But there's this temptation to want more. Yes. Uh, and to even be like God. Correct. Yeah. And then is doubt, as we mentioned, doubting mm-hmm. God's word. Yes. Whenever you're going into anything else and you're doubting God, mm-hmm. that's coming from the enemy. It is coming from the enemy. Yes. Yeah. He'll even get you to try to doubt your salvation. He will. He will. And doubt the validity of scripture or truth. Yes. True. Accusations. Go ahead and read that if you would. Uh, Revelation twelve ten. Okay. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah for the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. So Satan is basically acting like an attorney. Yes. He is accusing day and night. 
okay, mm-hmm. until Revelation, and I forget the exact chapter, I don't have it right in front of me, where God closes the door, there is a place in heaven mm-hmm. where Satan goes up and still accuses God. Right. And accuses us. Yeah. You look at Jonathan down there. He's doing again. <laughs> he doesn't love you. Right. Why do you even love him? Mm-hmm. Look at him. Uh, and he's also the one who tries to get you into sin. True. True. And so he plays the role of a prosecuting attorney. Yeah. Uh, and also the instigator. He does. Several. He has. He's wearing several hats. But Jesus. Right. Is the judge. Yes. And defense attorney. And he's the one that is all powerful, not yeah. Satan. You know, he will accuse you in... What kind of things does Satan like to accuse? Oh, he accuses us with our thoughts, um, with people, money, temptations, mm-hmm. all kind of stuff, you know, sins. Um, he really tries to get us in our mind, I feel. Mm-hmm. How thoughts. could God love you? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, in a sense, I don't know Satan, but uh, Jesus does, and Jesus did it because of his faithfulness, his work on the cross, and mm-hmm. thank you, Lord. Right. Um, but yeah, that's what he does. He he plays mind games. He does a lot of a lot of our battles are in our minds, and we that's why it says in the Bible to take every thought captive, because when we get to wandering in our mind, I feel like that opens us up to you know being sometimes tortured by him with his thoughts that he's trying to put in there. And carnality too, the flesh. Yes. God wants us to walk in the spirit. Right. And the flesh tries to divide us. Yes. And we got to realize that many times as we're being prepared for something, God's pruning. And with that pruning, he may allow Satan to have a little bit of a, um, Free for all, it may feel like. Right. But in reality, he's preparing us for something greater. That's why it's so important to put on that armor of God. Yeah, and leave it on. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. True. Go ahead and read Second uh, Corinthians eleven fourteen. This is deception. Satan okay. likes to deceive. And no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. Yeah. You know, this is a big one. Well, they're all big. Well, they are. They are. But this one, I believe, especially baby Christians, Mm -hmm. we have all these TV preachers. Oh, my goodness. We have people healing people and and, send me a thousand dollars and we will pray over your back. Yeah. Or I will send you, I will, you know, a uh, A handkerchief handkerchief that has my sweat on it and I prayed over it for you. Yeah. Yeah, or, you know, these people are distorting scriptures they by are. preaching a health wealth gospel mm-hmm. or maybe deceiving people by even coming against the deity of Christ and what the gospel is. Correct. You know, you're, they, may, may, they may say you're saved by grace, but you also have to do things. Right. You also have to go to church. Yeah. I mean, you should. Well, you should. But that's a result. Right. That's not earning your salvation. No, it's not. It's grace through faith. Right. Yeah. So there's many, many deceivers out there, and Satan is the prince of deceivers. Correct. Um, Ephesians 6, 11 through 12, division. Division. Oh, 
the whole armor. I didn't mention that. Oh, okay. Put on the whole armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Satan seeks to divide and cause discord among believers. Right. And within communities and churches. Correct. Jealousy, conflict, weakening mm-hmm. unity and strength. Yeah. Where we are united, mm-hmm. we're strong. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's why, you know, we need to surround ourselves with other strong Christians to befriend and to lift us up in prayer. We we need to we, we need to have people that we can go to that we know will pray for us, especially when we're struggling, you know, because we all have our struggles and we need to have those people we can go to and, and share those struggles and take the, take those struggles together in prayer. We all have a thorn in the flesh. We do. And we need that support. Yeah. It's very important. Um, I mean, we've both been in places where we didn't feel like we had people that mm -hmm. supported us. Um, so it's really important to find that community, right? Um, to to have that community to uplift each other. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's more power in unity. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so you know, the the thing about there is a time for disunity. Correct. Uh, when there's something that is, um, you know, a lie or a distortion of God's word. Right. But even that should be done in a way that's united mm-hmm. and gracious. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, this is temptation, doubt, accusations, deception, division. So Satan discourages and undermines individuals by exploiting their vulnerabilities, promoting sin, sowing doubt, accusing them before God, deceiving them with false teachings, and fostering division among believers. Right. But as believers, we must hold on and wear and not take it off the armor of God. We need to. And and we need to just be aware of, you know, when we start having those little thoughts, we need to go up. Nope, that's not from God. And pray and ask him to stop those thoughts and help us with that. A long time ago, there was a pastor friend. His wife would would literally um, get a broom and chase where she thought Satan was standing. Uh, oh my! I'm not okay. saying to do that. Oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Martin Luther used to throw his ink pad at Satan. Oh my! Yeah, interesting. Okay. Uh, and I think there's probably some truth to that. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, spiritual warfare. Obviously. There's definitely spiritual warfare Absolutely. around this, and sometimes we're just not very cognizant of that. And and we need to be. We need to be more cognizant. Not that we're looking for the devil behind every bush, but we need to be aware. He's out there. Right, that he's out there. If we're in the center of God's will, he's not going to be happy, and there are going to be attacks. Yeah, we don't want to glorify the devil. No. I mean, God's sovereign over yes. him, too. But right. Uh, right. we do need to be cognizant of it. Yes. Definitely. And I also think we need to, in James 4, 7, uh, it's so easy to want to resist the devil. Right. But it says, submit yourselves to God. Mm-hmm. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Absolutely. It, it's the power of God that makes it happen, not us. And we can't bind him. You know, we can't do any of those things. It's the power of God. You know, there's people that say, oh, let's bind Satan. Uh, well, yeah. how long, you know, 
Right. Who's binding him? How long are you going to bind him? Oh, uh, you let let loose. So well, there he goes. Well, I mean, I'm glad you binded him. That means yeah. he's no longer an ex- right. Uh, no, yeah. that only God has yeah. power to do that. Yeah. And this also helps us remember that God can take your mess, turn it to a message for his glory, for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Goodbye. Right.